Okay. Uh, I want to talk about um, grifting. And I don't really like this word, but people use this word a lot to, to suggest. Oftentimes, I think it's a political, you know, people, people that are political and they're campaigning, right? A lot of people will call them grifters. Uh, where they're um, trying to get money for a cause and they're pretending like they're actually going to make a difference. And they basically say, donate to me, donate to me, right? This is this happens all the time in politics. But it can also happen, uh, I guess, elsewhere too. And probably one of the biggest areas might be, you know, I could just think about the environmental movement, but the area that I want to talk about today is in the Bitcoin space in particular, maybe crypto in general, but let's, I'm just going to talk about the Bitcoin space because I don't really, I know they're out there, but I don't know who the general crypto grifters are, but I know a whole host of names I can point to in the Bitcoin space. I didn't write this one down, but I was thinking about it last night. Who are the worst offenders? in the Bitcoin space, who are the late covers? One is, um, one guy's Dennis name is Dennis Porter. He's one of the worst in my opinion. Uh, Troy Cross comes to mind, but why, you know, what made me think of this topic? Well, um, so the old Bitcoiners, right. Who, who used to be the forerunners outspoken, you know, uh, intellectual leaders, let's just say the space. And they weren't all, they're not all grifters. I, I don't think some of them actually believe in Bitcoin, the ideology around Bitcoin, but, um, um, in my opinion, it's actually kind of easy, easy to see who, who is and who isn't grifting in Bitcoin. Um, one of the most well-known and I'd say respected, Bitcoin, Bitcoiners that I think is still grifting in the space, mostly grifting, maybe a little bit of, you know, maybe she really believes, right? But I think Lynn Alden is one of the biggest grifters in, in Bitcoin. She came on kind of late to the scene. I guess she changed, she says she changed her mind about Bitcoin, but look at her behavior. Like she goes on a podcast, like at least once a week, probably multiple times a week where they're interviewing her, right? And um, she, I guess she she manages money or, or she writes like a financial newsletter, but she's obviously become a household name um, since she went into all into Bitcoin. And I guess it's not the only thing she talks about, but it's it's the main thing she talks about. And if you look at how she was treated before Bitcoin and how, how are they treated after Bitcoin, right? They're, they're being paid to, uh, to travel the world, to be on podcasts, right? Even to meet government figures. Lynn Alden met government officials in Amsterdam, uh, Netherlands. A bunch of Bitcoiners have met the president of El Salvador, right? Who don't even live there. A bunch of them have met other politicians. Roche, Roche, uh, Pierre Rochard, right? Bitcoin grifter. He tweeted or he was tagged in a tweet last week, him and his wife having dinner with a prince of, of, I think, Serbia. Right. So these Bitcoin grifters, there's so many advantages to becoming a Bitcoin grifter. 
Now, maybe they believe their own bullshit. Maybe they believe the lies that they tell, right? Maybe they believe that they're doing good and that this is ideologically the right, the truth, right? But there's also a lot of perks, like getting to meet presidents of other countries, getting to meet foreign uh, uh, leaders, right? Uh, presidents or princes, you know, of, of different countries, getting flown across the world, right? Meeting, oh, Here's another big one. They get to meet uh, kings and queens and princes and presidents of African countries, too. Oh, and also Mexico. The, the ex-president of Mexico or the richest person in Mexico. Also politicians from, from that nation, right? All of these Bitcoiners are, are basically meeting with other presidents. And it's interesting that they, get, they have so much power, right, to meet with other presidents in countries they don't even live in. They're not even citizens of. Um, they get to, there's a Bitcoin conference pretty much every week at this point. Uh, <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible the amount of, of Bitcoin conferences and, and meetups going on. It's accelerated. I can tell you there's more going on right now in Bitcoin, right? Just community stuff, right? Than what, than ever in, in the past, right? Then, then, yeah, they had conferences back then. They weren't this big of a deal. And I never heard of somebody meeting a president of another nation, right, or getting flown around the world and, and influencing policy of another nation. So what could attract someone to this space, right, to, to, to grift in Bitcoin? Well, you get immediate attention. Everyone who talks good about Bitcoin is immediately liked, promoted, given money, given support, right, flown around the world given a lot of influence if they like what you say and you're influential. You could even be really, really bad. You can even say things untrue. You could be even laughed at sort of in a way. Like Michael Saylor is one of the most popular Bitcoin grifters, right? He had a tweet saying Bitcoin was a Ponzi in like 2013. And then he's the guy that, that you know, aped his company. I don't like to use these meme phrases. I could say he's, he's, he's the guy that bought... Um, Billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin through his uh, his publicly traded software company, MicroStrategy. Um, there's lots of Bitcoin grifters who intersect picks in Bitcoin, right? They've all started these, you know, DC blockchain council groups. Um, you know, uh, advocacy groups. There's many in Texas, and they with Ted Cruz, with the, with the people of, um, uh, that make policy decisions at the ERCOT Texas Electric Grid <laughs> Council. Um, so part of their grifting, right, is it's not just about lying to people and making money and having influence. They also affect policy decisions for a whole nation or for a whole subset of, of people, right? Advocating for Bitcoin, advocating for legislation that is, that is pro-Bitcoin. Um, let me just see if I can name some more names. Troy Cross, who is an environmental Bitcoiner, if you can believe that. Um, and a lot of these like lefty socialist type Bitcoiners are coming out of the woodwork. Um, which just to get, I, I talked about this phenomena, which just shows you that Bitcoin's not principled. It's not based off of anything other than, than the common idea, which is to make the price of Bitcoin go up, uh, everything else be damned. 
Um, uh, Troy, and there's this, there's this girl who, I don't know her name. There's, there's a, if you look up the Bitcoin policy organization or institute, there's pretty much everybody on that list is a Bitcoin grifter. These are new people to Bitcoin. There's two people who come to my mind and I can't remember exactly their names, but if you type in like national security Bitcoin, these people have government contracts and work with the, the Navy, right? Or some national security military division. And they say that the big, that Bitcoin is needed uh, for national security purposes, right? For, because of our government, our government needs it to, be safe, right? For security. I mean, what are they talking about? I, I don't know. <laughs> right. But just, just pure grifting. Like if you can come up with a new way or a new, a new, a new idea for how Bitcoin can be used, whether it's in climate change, there are people that believe that, and on the environmental side that believe that uh, Bitcoin is needed to help save the climate. Yes. Troy Cross. And there's, there's another guy from Australia, ESG Bitcoin guy. They believe that there's people that believe uh, that, that socialism can be advanced if they adopt Bitcoin. Yes, truly, they believe that. Um, they they pretty much, if you can come up with an even more outrageous claim, right, where the Bitcoin can help people, right, or that Bitcoin can be this for this this for this group of people, um, you've got yourself a new you know talking point. You can get yourself on an interview, right, and people might just throw money at you. Um, and it's really, I have to laugh anytime I see like a new face, like a new Bitcoin grifter out there, you know, uh, that's just, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, but I kind of know why they're doing it, but it's also based off of lies and just found out their own self-interest. So it's kind of disgusting at the same time. Um, Yeah. Uh, but, you know, why can't more people see through this? Why can't the Bitcoiners see through it? I think they can. But again, they're unprincipled people who believe they're not going to call out anybody's lies, like saying Bitcoin is a battery, which is what Michael Saylor and Bology have said in the past and other people, too. Even Ted Cruz has repeated this talking point. Um, they're not going to people who are, are are principled. They don't exist in Bitcoin. Because there's too many things they could call out and they never do. And why is that? Because they don't care about you. They don't care about the truth. They don't care about principles, right? They care about getting rich. They only care that Bitcoin's talked about 24-7, right? They truly are only out for themselves, truly. They don't give a damn if somebody says something incorrect about Bitcoin. They say this in one of their little meme speeches, right? Nothing is bad for Bitcoin. It's all good. Um, it disgusts me. Their movement disgusts me. Um, you know, trying to pass legal tender Bitcoin, nation state Bitcoining, you know, Samson Mao, he's another grifter. Basically, you could give me a name and I could tell you, is this person a Bitcoin grifter, right? Is, is what they saying untrue? Like, do they believe it? Most of them probably don't. But they're just on autopilot. How can I get rich? How can I attract people with, with Bitcoin to give me that Bitcoin to go talk nonsense, nonsense about Bitcoin? Uh, okay, then, then yeah, I'll do that. Um, it's, it's just, and it's what it is, is that these whales are paying these, these new grifters in Bitcoin to shill Bitcoin so that they don't have to, right? So that they can continue to get rich off of dumping on you, right? If you're new to Bitcoin, and you don't know any of these names, right? Or if you do, 
and you believe them, right? You're being conned. You're the mark, right? You're the, you're who they're after. Uh, and the only reason why all these grifters can be paid and why they're, they're flown around on luxury, you know, private jets and meeting princes and meeting <laughs> the prince of Serbia and meeting, you know, the president of El Salvador and, you know, a king in Africa is because you keep buying Bitcoin, like, which keeps them the money flowing in to pay the grifters, right, to, to fleece you.